Hi, welcome back to my podcast. I told you I'll be back, right? Well, tonight I'm up late. And um, something just popped up for me. Like, that moment of awakening. I told you this would change. And it will go as the spirit moves, you know. I started a new job six, six months ago. But prior to that six month, I have been struggling, you know, um, in a place of like desperation, wanting something to happen and pushing for it and pushing for it and pushing for it. And I kept getting turned down and uh, I kept getting that push back and pushed away. And um, I felt desperate. I felt like um, all of my past was like, in my face, you know, and relationship, friendships, uh, unfinished amends, or being at integrity. I felt like I was desperate and I was in survival mode for a long time. Um, I was working a job, left that job, went to another job. And both of those jobs, I felt like I was in survivor mode, like I was in this place of desperation. And something happened in the moment of awakening. Something clicked. My past became my asset. It became a way of vision, a way of art, a way of movement, a way of love, a way of... Stepping into peace where meditation kicks in and I got quiet. I let things go. I stopped fighting. I made a decision to let everything go and be as it is. You know what? When you're in the moment or in that situation, you don't even know. Well, I didn't even know that I had let it go up until like right now. Where I totally step into a place of awakening. And everything starts to show up. And I get excited. And I started, I start to see the beauty in things. I start to see the joy. I start not reacting to life as it comes at me. And life comes really hard. And I've always said, I have to love harder than ever been hurt. And I found out in this moment, before getting on this podcast, that I've stepped into a place of awakening. You know, probably 10 minutes ago, I was sitting here singing some songs that I wrote. And then I started scrolling through some social media And I just looked in this room and looked at all of my art. The lights. I'm in one room in my condo. I was just talking to someone on the phone and we was talking about growing up and um, where we used to put bread, sugar bread. We used to eat sugar bread. And she told me, we had butter and sugar. And I remember, so we didn't have butter and sugar. We just had white bread, white sugar, 
And we put that white sugar on that white bread and balled it up and made it kind of smushy. And it gave it that substance for us. Right? And I think about that growing up where I was eating bread and sugar or making flapjack 21s. You might not know what that is. It's just water and flour with some lard on the hot on the, on the stove or a hot plate. And realizing we got a little maple syrup or some Cairo syrup in the house and we put that on there and we eat that. And the choices I have today when it comes to eating. Mm. Leaning into life. Leaning into where I'm at. Realizing that um, something else is coming up all the time. And it's not that whatever's coming up is good as good or bad. It's just something else is coming up. You know, um, a few days ago, the state's attorney called me and they just did a, a, um, a court date for my mom's murderers. And, um, I didn't even go. <laughs> it's the first time in all these years I didn't go. Um, I heard what she said. They rescheduled for April the 12th. And I'm just so not willing to lean into that anymore, you know. I don't... Don't get me wrong. I love and miss my mom. But I can't lean into that anymore. I used to lean into that because that was a part of my identity, right? I lived in that identity. Um, Leaning into my past, leaning into that became my identity. I also talked to her about, you know, working for Whole Foods Market. And um, I used to lean into that as my identity. And now I lean into my brand I leave it to me I lean into who I am who's God created me to be and I'm extremely happy I'm extremely happy so I don't have to let you know um, the murder stop me after all these years you know um, I'm okay with those guys going home I know a lot of people might not believe it, but I'm I'm okay with it. I've been a long time. I've been okay with them going home. Um, I got to spend time with my brother, and I watched him with five foster kids. I got to do the little girl's hair for him, and it reminded me of when I was taking care of all of my mom's kids. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I love people and their kids. I don't want it. But I will help, you know. Um, I don't want the prestige of uh, the job prestige, the money prestige. I like 
what's happening right now. Because I'm not leaning into who I used to be. Who I used to be was someone sad and depressed and lonely and hurt. And always, always being okay with that. I'm no longer okay with that. I'd rather lean into being this person of um, perseverance, innovation, um, silence, you know, uh, willingness, loving. I'm an artist. And I want to be able to touch everything. And the more... I lean into this. I don't. I, I don't get to lean into that level of depression, and where I come from, and what my life looked like. You know, granted, those were some heavy times. You know, in my life, and I, I wouldn't trade them for nothing in the world. Nothing in the world. I was just talking to a friend the other day. And uh, we were talking about, you know, the first person that you came, it was, you came in contact with, who you love first. And a lot of people don't know. I hated me. I hated my body. I hated who I was. And I probably talked about this before. As a little boy growing up, I really didn't know. Um, There was times that I really didn't know boy or girl or sexual identity I just having these flashbacks lately about the way I was and how I hung out and um, how I didn't understand the body I was in it it took a long time for me to find out to lean into that I think I started to lean into who I was at 18 years old I remember going to the gym getting a hair court and starting to look like the other boys I was in the house with and that's when I leaned into um, Anthony you know I think back I I never liked my body and I didn't care what people did to it or what was being done to it um, or where it was going to go from there. You know, I paint a lot of paintings of boys, men, just their face, androgynous, beautiful, and um, that was me. Today they talk about, I'm so, what I'm so grateful for you guys is that um, I didn't have the information that that people have today about transgender and I didn't have that information. I knew about gay men, I knew about people dressing like women, but I didn't have the information the kids have today. When I was 14 and 15 years old and I was struggling with my identity, uh, I'm so grateful I didn't have that information because I probably would have made a choice. And uh, I remember being like 17, years old and uh I met people who was in who was who was in drag or who was um dressed up as women and I thought that's where I was supposed to be. <laughs> I really did. And that was not who I was supposed to be. I never did it. Um but I always looked like some girl. I was dainty, thin, head full of hair. Um, always smiling in somebody's face, uh, not caring about this body. And that was along for years. 
Because I didn't like it. I didn't want it. I didn't understand it. But I I really didn't know about um, gender. That didn't happen in my time. And I'm kind of grateful I didn't have this information. Um, and I'm grateful that I grew into leaning into my body and I met a lot of lot of guys and I was in a house with a lot of a lot of guys so working out playing ball and leaning into my body and starting to like how I look even though I wasn't the best looking boy um but I got a haircut and I started to look like one and I was then when I started to go to the gym and I started to lean into my body and uh, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. I do not. I did not have the information that the young men and women have today, uh, because I probably would have done something that I um, would have regretted. You know. And I'm grateful that uh, my solution for how I felt and what was going on with me was drugs and alcohol. I'm really grateful it was drugs and alcohol and not having um, some kind of gender change or transforming uh, because that is a touchy subject. And I don't knock it. It's just that I'm grateful I didn't have the information they have today because I would have made a decision because I hated who I was. And I hated what I looked like. I hated what I felt like. And I didn't know who I was becoming. And I hated myself so much. I let you do whatever you wanted to do with me. And then I hated that as well. So drugs and alcohol became my solution. And then when I found Alcoholics Anonymous, it became the solution for me and uh, it helped me lean into who I am today so I can be happy and queer and loving and have a child and and I continue to step into this. This is still a transition for me to like be really who I am, you know. Um, I'm just grateful I get to talk about this and something inspired me to talk about it tonight. Um, yeah, being 10 through 16 was the biggest challenge in my life. I didn't realize who I was going to become, so I hated who I was. And turning 18 and leaning into this body, this look, who I am right now and what God created is simply amazing. It's astonishing, beautiful. And I'm grateful I'm so grateful for the kids who have opportunity to the information about their gender and transitioning and all of that. They have a solution. And their solution is totally different from what mine was. And I'm really grateful they get that. And I'm glad I'm armed with facts today about the generation today. I really am. I'm happy and I'm grateful that I'm armed with facts about myself, that I'm okay, 
the way I am. I'm enough. I'm valuable. I'm loving. And um, one day I'll touch the world. One day I'll touch the world. We had a question today at work, break icebreaker. It was like, where will you have your home? Where would your home be if you can have it anywhere in the world? Where would that? And I told them the south of France, Italy, places where I can see art and visit art and be a part of it and live in it. I think the art gave me an um and a solution to being fluid. <laughs> fluid. The elegance of being a man. That's what it gave me. So being awake and stepping into who I am is beautiful. It's so beautiful. And not bumping up against the world, but relaxing and allowing it happening, surrendering and being awake. It's the most beautiful thing I can say today. Granted, I have a tragic past, yes, but it doesn't determine who I am. I am no longer a victim. I'm a victor in it. As you can see, I love, love. Finding out who I am. So trying to find my way to loving us again. My true love. My true love. Yeah. Understanding. Demanding. We're blowing in the wind. My true love. My true love. That's who I am. I found my way of loving me again. (laughs) It's unbound. And it undoes me till the end. It's my true love. It's my true love. Unbounding. Untouching. You're more than just my friend. You're my true love. You're my true love. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for listening tonight. Enjoy.